Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's new Ultra Micro Diameter Injection Arrows. Injection utilizes the new Deep Six standard for more big game penetration than ever before. Learn more about the injection today at www.eastonarchery.com. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, Editor Christian Byrne. All right, welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. We are the voice of bowhunting, and as always, we're glad that you've taken time to be with us today. And uh, we've got a little bit of an offbeat uh, uh, show topic for today. I typically tackle pretty hardcore bowhunting stuff, but I was out in Las Vegas uh, last month at the SHOT Show, and I had an opportunity to hear about... uh, a very special program and meet a very special individual and uh, decided that we'd take some time to to talk about that today and I think it's something that uh, bow hunters can definitely connect to something we'll want to get behind and just uh, celebrate the great work that's being done by an outfit called the Folds of Honor Foundation and I'm very honored to have as our guest today Major Ed, Ed Polito uh, a retired Army veteran, 19 years of service, um, wounded uh, veteran, uh, a real warrior, a real American hero, Major Polito. Thank you so much for taking some time to be with me. Well, and thank you for the time that you've given us to not only pay tribute to those who, that have sacrificed so much for our freedom, but those that uh, understand that Freedom is not free, and to all your listeners, we appreciate the support and the endless uh, gratitude on behalf of a grateful nation to serve it and uh, to love it as well. Just to give a little background on how you and I uh, come to meet one another, uh, as I said, I was at the SHOT Show, at the show uh, Bushnell, uh, which also owns Primos, had a press conference there, and they were showing a all the new products obviously for 2013 the new binoculars and range finders and turkey calls and decoys etc and it turns out that uh, you Major Polito as well as the Folds of Honor Foundation you've had a relationship with Bushnell for some time and uh, they were basically providing you with an opportunity to um, share with all the media folks who were in attendance about what the foundation is. Would you start a little bit by recapping or retelling your personal story that you told us that morning and then uh, explain how that all led you to become involved with Folds of Honor? Yes, I would. In fact, I've got to give out a good shout out to the folks at Bushnell. They're just incredible patriots and and, and they understand what we're all about in the uh, veteran space. But for me, my military career started years ago when I took that oath of office, and my father uh, told me that, you know what, when you defend this great nation, it's about God, country, family, the American people, and those that serve in the armed forces of the United States of America. And to me, that is how I live my life. And, of course, on August 17th of 2004, while conducting a combat tour in Iraq, I would travel through the city of Bakuba and on the uh, probably fourth mile marker out of that city, uh, traveling, of course, in the desert, I hit a roadside bomb that had been planted by the insurgency. Uh, at the end of the day, I tell people, you know what, it's what happens, but, you know, sometimes uh, it's also something that you never know that will happen at that particular time. And first thing, of course, is the fragments hit my knee, broke in three places, fragments to the left side of my body. And then, of course, I was in trouble. 
got pulled out of a vehicle which was on fire and put on the 128 degree pavement and a young man young combat medic as most of them are uh, rendered aid and took care of his major and and through the grace of god as i tell people i got a second chance in life and so now i go around and i speak all over the country and I promote what we're trying to do with the Folds of Honor Foundation, but I got to tell you, it's very deep to tell you this. You know, as I laid on that 128 degree pavement, my life flashed in front of me. I saw images, of course, of the great Lord, which I believe in. But in that same token, I also was able to experience something that was surreal, and that was the fact that I, that I realized I may not see my family again. And that's what a lot of service members encounter, and during that crisis and of course, I would go from Baghdad, or actually from the combat field environment to Baghdad, Baghdad, Germany, Germany, Walter Reed, Walter Reed, Brook Army Medical Center, 17 hours in surgery uh, through these processes, uh, a total of 17 surgeries total, and then an 18th to close my wound uh, from the amputation, which I received on October 1st. So a uh, very challenging story. I call it challenge, triumph, and change. But you know what? The triumph is, is meeting Major Dan Rooney. Uh, with the Folds of Honor Foundation and getting a, a chance to work and to love and, and to provide support to the men and women in uniform and their families through educational scholarships. Well, first of all, before I even ask you another question, uh, I just want to say on behalf of Peterson's Bowhunting and myself, and I'm sure all the people who are listening, thank you for your service to our country, and uh, we really, really appreciate the sacrifice that you made on our behalf. Thank you. Um, so you met Major Dan Rooney. So obviously, let me take a step back here. I got to collect myself because I even get I get uh, you know just emotional listening to you tell about your story. Um, so you, you were injured. Uh, you came you came home. You're obviously through a series of uh, military medical facilities. Uh, you lost uh, which leg was it, uh, Major, that was amputated? Yeah, I lost my left leg. Um, it um, it's one of those things that uh, I, I I often explain this in this way. My left leg, when I lost it, um, it's one of those things that it's an overwhelming loss. And and it was a lady that, um, of course, I met through this journey that uh, was a cancer patient, um, had breast cancer, and one of the things she told me that kind of would inspire me. And and I learned real quick that you had to connect with different people from different backgrounds. Um, was the fact that, you know, you grieve this loss and, and it's an overwhelming loss and you have to get, uh, you either sit in that bed and grieve or you get up and succeed. And um, not to interrupt you, but I felt I needed to say that because I tell you what, I've learned from so many people like this lady who would motivate me, not only with my mom as well and my family, my wife, Karen, and my, and my little girl, but, you know, those are the angels that come in your midst, and they're the ones that inspire you to be who you need to be in your future, and I needed that. And so when you said you got a little emotional, I do too, but I want to tell you that that's that part that is really who makes us as Americans and makes us as a people. And you mentioned your wife and your daughter. I, I think if I recall correctly, um, you know, when we were there at the SHOT Show, I think you, you talked about, the fears or apprehension you had too about coming home to them and and how they were going to react and everything tell me a little bit about that adjustment as you were obviously dealing with your own medical issues and and figuring out you know what was going to be the status of your life physically going forward as well as obviously the emotional the family implications of all that 
and that's a great question because I think every all your listeners will be able to relate um, that you know during that whole crisis I was a warrior and I was very strong and and very positive but the thing about it is that you go into this deep uh, wound of war as I call it or the silent wound of war and that is not only was I dealing with a physical injury but I also was dealing with a injury of mental health proportion and the thing about that is you know I would come in there in August of uh, at the end of August to Brook Army Medical Center in San Antonio and then I would go through the, the you know 15 or 16 surgeries to repair this leg and repair my arm and repair my body and it takes its toll on your family I went from 195 to 118 pounds and there was a lot of tragedy um, I was seeing other service members coming in those around me were some don't make it you know and I gotta tell you that is the most impactful and most uh, saddest and, and, and tragic thing when your comrades at least make it back and and then something happens whether they catch an infection but I had E. coli, I had Encetobacter which is in the soil, two staph infections uh, somewhat of a chemical agent kinda occurring in my leg and and you know the thing about it is you're sitting there and, and you're grieving and 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 you're thinking you're okay, but at the end of the day, you're not. And and the thing that it, that it was so impactful again was that you have God, you have your country, and you have your family. And to all the Vietnam veterans out there that never got that welcome home, you know, it's about them too. Because for them, they were there for us, telling us, you know, the mistakes made on us won't be made on you. And I think that inspires people. And I got to tell you, it was a tragedy, but also the fact that. I'm often asked, and I just got asked this by a young group of students, um, and some of them didn't understand it, but they asked me, they're like, well, would you want to have your leg back? And I'm like, you know, this is my new life, and this is how I have accepted it. But in that same token, I would risk my life and die for my country. And I think a lot of people look at you and say, really? And I'm like, you know what? Yes, I believe that. I look at that, and I don't just say that. And the reason I don't just say that is because when you face death, you know what you're facing. And, and the fact is, is that I'm a man of faith, and I know that God will be in my life, and I'm not scared of anything. And, and more importantly, I'm not scared to die and fight for the great nation that I love. Well, again, thank you for, for that commitment that you demonstrated uh, in the field of battle. And... As we uh, progress, you know, through this story, your personal story, obviously, as again, you're going through this, you're, you know, you're, you've lost your leg, you're dealing with the emotional and physical consequences of all this as your process of recovery. And as you said, it's definitely a process. I'm sure it's a process that continues every day uh, for you, you know, to the present present time. You had an opportunity to meet Major Dan Rooney uh, from the Folds of Honor Foundation. When did you meet Major Rooney and uh, how did you come to be involved uh, with the Folds of Honor? Well, it's funny because Major Rooney is my friend, my hero, and we've been together on this mission practically from day one. You know, he had the vision, the insight, and, and the fortitude uh, with his wife, Jackie, to say, you know what, I want to make a difference. And they started the Folds of Honor Foundation uh, with an idea. Uh, went to the PGA of America and United States, and of course they were able able to uh, to get connected to all of that and bring them on board. and And I met him just after 
that, um, where uh, the great thing about it would be that we would um, be together, we would support each other, and uh, we would create uh, one of the biggest golf platforms at the grassroots level to support the military, and that is Patriot Golf Day. And so, you know, 2007, 2008, I would start with him. And of course, now I kind of do my own thing because he, he knows I know what to do. And we manage Patriot Golf Day, the biggest grassroots golf initiative in the country, $4.4 million raised. And the thing about it is that we have a great team that puts it all together for us. And we execute the mission. Dan takes care of all the partnerships, of course, with Bushnell and, and Budweiser, the king of beers, and all of these other great sponsors within this space. And then, of course, you know, I, I take care of all the grassroots and connecting and connecting everyone to our military um, scholarships. And, and through our director of scholarships, Marsha Maxwell, who takes care of all of that stuff, I'm able to go out and talk to other military organizations and, and promote and and engage and as Dan calls me his co-founder in this mission I'm just a wingman who who got a chance to work and and thrive and be successful and and you know what the greatest thing about it that I've received from my nation is the support because I wanted to get out of that bed I wanted to quit grieving I wanted to get back to work I wanted to take care of my family and I wanted to make sure that I contributed in this country and I'm not about taking anything from my country I'm about making sure that our country is the best it can be and the most productive and to me I look at folks in Washington sometimes and I'm just in awe of the fact that in this country was built by the people's hands and the people's hard work and dedication to to mission and to love for country and love for God and I, and I think at the end of the day when you roll in the family unit in that piece that's what the Folds of Honor Foundation is about, making sure we leave no family behind on the field of battle. Right, and and just so people are completely clear, the mission of the Folds of Honor Foundation and the money that you're raising is all uh, being done to support the families and specifically the children of service members such as yourself who are disabled and those who unfortunately don't make it home uh, so that those children have opportunity to pursue education and give um, you know opportunity in life so the Folds of Honor Foundation is providing scholarships to uh, children of military families throughout the country correct correct and the great thing about that is that me and my wife Karen are honored to be a part of that military family or that scholarship family my two girls Caitlin who's 11 and Kinsley who's seven I uh, have an educational support system through the Folds of Honor Foundation. They were basically the second and third, which we say basically the first ten scholarship recipients that came in. And, you know, back then we didn't even have a scholarship program. We were just getting all of this stuff started. It was just an insight and a vision. And Major Rooney took it to the next level. And, of course, when I met you and, and Bushnell and, and these great patriots that are in the outdoor space, I have to tell you, I, I'm so honored and humbled that, you know, that, uh, you know, we've got a country where hopefully our our constitutional rights will be protected, that we can go and hunt and, and do bowling and, and, and do all the things that we want to do and, and love the outdoors and love our country in that capacity and and know that, you know what, it's no, with no reservation. And I think that's, to me, what the Folds of Honor embodies and partners like you and others embody, and that is that freedom is not free. And that at the end of the day, our love for this nation is one of the most important things that we should all cherish. 
and we should always understand that we've got to keep what we call our Constitution and our Bill of Rights and all the things that make us the great nation we are, because those are things we must preserve for the future generation. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's that's another thing, you know, kind of where I wanted to take it is it was interesting, you know, one of your first big supporters, as you mentioned, was the golfing community, uh, the PGA really coming on board. And obviously, you know, you've got uh, Budweiser, a corporate sponsor, and Bushnell, which... Um, you know, for folks, most of my listeners, we associate Bushnell, obviously, with uh, optics that we use in the field for hunting. Uh, but, of course, they do a tremendous uh, business in the, the world of golf, too, with their rangefinder units. But you guys have started to make a lot of inroads in this outdoors community. Um, you know, in addition to Bushnell, it looks like you guys are now targeting a big event for, is it this coming November, the Patriot Range Day? Oh yes, and I tell you, I'm a, I am a big red, white, and blue <laughs> Second Amendment. You know, I love and preserve our weapons. A lot of people ask me. It's funny because I've just recently been asked this question a lot lately, um, and uh, with the support of, of course, folks at in NRA country, the NRA. I mean, I a lot of people uh, don't understand uh, and and make criticisms of things that they don't understand in this country, and I that wasn't always the case if you didn't understand something you never made a comment about it um, you learned and uh... and you thrived and the thing about what i see with this outdoor stuff because we were just at the bassmasters event up in tulsa oklahoma mm. great event i mean there were thousands of people and the thing about it is all these people what i saw was were, were americans and so I, you know as we're embarking on patriot range day was going to kick off later on in the year it's it's where the ranges can get together. They can raise money for these military families. They can get people introduced to the gun industry, and and learn about why it is important to preserve our our rights to bear arms in this country, but also to introduce the general public about the responsibility that all of us that are responsible with guns. Um, admire and love. And the thing, I, uh, again, going back to this question that I've been asked lately, a lot of people ask me, well, I don't see why we have assault rifles and this and that. Let me tell people this. You know, whatever your belief is, I have the freedom to be able to buy and get what I need to get based on the laws that have been presented in this country. And when you have that, and you, pres you have to preserve that. And for me, an assault rifle, to me, it is a, a piece of dignity, of it's, it's respect. I, I actually carried these rifles out on the battlefield. So for me, you know, people ask me, why would you want something like that? I want something like that because it makes me proud. And it makes me understand that no matter what anybody else thinks, at the end of the day, I have the right to be able to carry that and be responsible and have it in my arsenal. And the thing about that piece to me, it's not a soapbox piece. But it's the fact that, you know, when I go to a range and I shoot a weapon like that, it just gives you this adrenaline and this emotional rush that, you know what, for me is very good for therapeutic recovery. And uh, God bless, um, you know, our Navy SEAL, uh, Mr. Kyle um, and his family. Uh, but at the end of the day, that's not, you know, those are the things that happen tragically. But there are so many people that are out there that are responsible with these weapons. And I just uh, want people to consider understanding my feelings and my thoughts 
about why I have that arsenal of weapons in my um, in, in my system and in my life. Sure, and um, and you know this is why I said at the beginning of the show that this is a bit off topic, you know, for Peterson's Bow Hunting Radio. And my apologies uh, if there's anyone out there who's listening this week and thinks, well, you know, why is he on all this? But I really see. Uh, this Patriot Range Day as a, I think you have a tremendous growth opportunity here, not only in the the shooting sports, the firearm shooting sports community, major, but I think to bring in uh, the archery community, uh, you know, if not this year, in years and future, because you know, just to explain to the listeners, the idea for Patriot Range Day, which is going to be one weekend in November, it's November eight to eleven. Uh, this year is going to be an opportunity for anyone who shoots recreational shooters to go to their local shooting ranges throughout the country and that those ranges are going to donate uh, proceeds from those three days to the Folds of Honor Foundation to support the tremendous work that the foundation is doing to provide scholarships to military children and there's no reason in my mind that you guys won't continue. You know, you mentioned some of the partners, Bushnell, NRA Country, uh, the National Shooting Sports Foundation. I see Outdoor Channel uh, here on your uh, webpage. Cabela's, uh, all of them, yeah. Exactly. And so to be able to expand this to the, uh, the archery pro shops and uh, shooting facilities as well, so that whether it's with a firearm or with a bow and arrow, or a crossbow, or what have you, to just to give as many outdoors people, sportsmen, that want to help support what the foundation is doing, to be able to go to their local range, you know, to shoot uh, uh, a, a target round or a 3D course, and that a portion of that money to go to support the work that you guys are doing. I think it's a great idea, and that's why I wanted to highlight uh, Folds of Honor, you know, not only obviously because I support the mission, but I think that there's a real potential tie-in, not only with the um, the hunting community at large, but even right down into the, the bow hunting community. Uh, there's no reason why you can't find a lot of partners, and if people go online and you just go to PatriotRangeDay.com, that will take you to a page within the Folds of Honor Foundation website, and you can find ranges, and uh, it would be my hope, obviously I don't tell you how to do your job, Major, and the people at the foundation, but that you might perhaps even reach out to the Archery Trade Association and some of the other bow hunting groups and get some archery ranges involved with this, and, and I think that people would get behind you. I mean, I just know how moved I was to hear your story, to hear about the foundation at the SHOT Show, and uh, you know, what an opportunity for, for those of us who appreciate the outdoors and the shooting sports to give a little bit towards the great effort that you guys are making. Well, let me tell you something, though. I got I love what you just said because I have to tell you the story real quick, but I am huge on archery, and I will tell you that that is a great idea. We, I want to encourage people to call us at the Folds of Honor and get the archery and bow uh, community involved and let me tell you why when i came back i went to a sports clinic and i had not fired a weapon at all and the first thing that i did before i even fired any weapons because you know what uh you you've been wounded you've gone through all of these things you've been in the field environment and combat but you know what what i ended up doing is going through the archery program at the university of central oklahoma and they uh, had folks out there that were teaching us how to use uh, the bow and the arrow. And, I, I mean, it was just remarkable. And i got to tell you, that what it did to me 
is that it changed me. It changed me to the point that, you know what, maybe I'm not ready to fire this weapon yet, but maybe I can do this. And then I would elevate and go to the next level. And now I do it all. And in fact, I attend these Endeavor games and these sports clinics that they have. And at these clinics, they have, you know, archery as part of the, of the warrior games. And so for me, it's a very special place. I am glad that you brought it up. Uh, because I have to tell you that that inspires me to tell other people out there that you may not want to fire a weapon, but you should, certainly can go out and, and get that, that bow and that arrow and, 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 and be part of the archery community. And so if you can help us move that agenda forward, you know, we're at the Folds of Honor Foundation, foldsofhonor.org, uh, 918-274-4700. Let's get this group involved in us as well and, and just make it a, a family, fun, loving environment for all that get involved yeah i mean i i see on the uh on the patriot range day portion of the website here you've got information for range owners and registration packets for them to register you know if they're shooting ranges so they're really um there's no reason why somebody who has an archery shooting facility couldn't register and donate a portion of the proceeds is there any reason why they couldn't be involved no, no. In fact, that's what we want to make sure that we cultivate all of those individuals that uh, love that outdoors and love that kind of uh, activity. And for us, if someone ever wants to have me come out and speak and tell my story, I think you can vouch for me that I do a pretty good job. I, I just talk from the heart, but I'm inspired to, to let the American people know that we've got to support our warriors and we've got to support their families in any way we can do that. And if it's getting the archery community involved in what we're doing, uh, that's what it's all about. Because that's what you that's what you emphasize. Um, and for us, you know what? It's it's part of the outdoors, and it's part of our freedom and our liberty to be basically bear arms in any way that we want to bear arms. Oh, absolutely. You know, I've been I've been honored in my time as the editor of the magazine here to have some really neat experiences with, uh, you know, military members such as yourself. I had an opportunity about three years ago. This was another SHOT Show story. I was actually, I had gone out to the SHOT Show. This was probably in uh, 2009, Major, and I was yeah. on the shuttle van from the uh, airport, you know, over to my hotel. Yeah, and a couple of guys said something about hunting or whatever, and I strike up a conversation with these guys. It turns out these are the members of the U.S. Army Marksmanship Unit based down at Fort wow. Benning, Georgia, and these so these are some of the finest marksmen, or, or they are the finest marksmen that the Army has to offer the world, right? And yeah. uh, turns out they're hardcore bow hunters. And that's all they really love to do in their free time. And they found out that I was the editor of this magazine. And they were so excited. They said, you got to come down to Fort Benning and go pig hunting with us on the base. Because there's <laughs> tons of wild hogs down there. So to make a long yeah. story short, I, I was able to fly down to Georgia. And I spent three days hanging out with guys from the U.S. Army Marksmanship Unit. You know, guys who could take your head off at a thousand yards with a rifle. And we were running around with our bows and arrows on the base uh shooting wild pigs so you know that was that was neat but uh you know there's a lot of synergy as you mentioned between the outdoor community and the military and law enforcement community i find that both military and law enforcement people tend to gravitate 
toward the outdoors and uh you know i find a lot of common ground there and so again if there are people listening you know if you're uh, everyone who's listening, you know, is is an archer, a bow hunter, uh, pretty much. But you know, so whether you own a pro shop or a shooting range, or if you just happen to be a member of a league at your local pro shop, uh, or you shoot uh, with your local archery club, you run a 3D range, a target course. You know, take the initiative and either if it's your local club, you know, talk to your club officers. You can get involved with Patriot Range Day. If it's a local pro shop where you shoot in a league, talk to the owner of that shop. Make him or her aware of this program because this is a great opportunity to support the folds of honor and uh you know i'm gonna see what i can do to continue to work with you major and if i can help you make some contacts within the archery industry the bow hunting community i'd be happy to do that and if some of our listeners as you mentioned earlier grassroots is is where it all really rises out of so i'd love to hear some stories you know if there are some folks out there listening today that happen to do get some ranges and archery facilities signed up, you know, shoot me an email at bowhunting at imoutdoors.com. And I'd love to even highlight that in the magazine if, if uh, you know, we have an opportunity to do that because I just uh, really feel strongly about what you guys are all about. Well, that's incredible. And, and by the way, I, I do need a, uh, I, <laughs> I do need some equipment. So if anybody wants to take care of me, they certainly can. But I, I, I will go back to one thing that I didn't say earlier. Uh, for me, doing the archery activities uh, there at uh, University of Central Oklahoma when I did it, I mean, I've done it four or five different times now and used their equipment. But it's, it's interesting because when I actually did it, um, it was very good for my recovery, my mental health, post-traumatic stress, and I have to tell you that it was a it was a relief. And to be able to to hit the target um, just for me uh, inspired me to to feel good about about accomplishing something. And when you're in the hospital and you're in your darkest days and darkest hours, the only thing you want to do is get back up and do something and make a difference. And to me, that inspired me to to move on and and learn adaptively to do so many other things. And the greatest thing about that day for me, too, was the fact that we had a gentleman by the name of Anthony Smith who lost his arm, but he was able to do archery on that day and hit that red bullseye. And and how incredible is that and and inspiring to see, you know. And, and to me, it was like, you know what, I have nothing to complain about. He doesn't have an arm, and he still could do it. Absolutely. And, you know, the thing about archery is, you know, as you as you discovered, there's something, you know, not to be corny, but there's something zen about it, you know, and there's a whole world of uh, target archery, you know, there are so many people who will never bow hunt, but they love to shoot the bow, and of course it's an Olympic sport and all that, so, um, you know, it's very much... Uh, um, you know, you become a part of the machine, whereas with a firearm, it's not exactly that way. You know, when you shoot the bow, it all requires your body to input the energy that's then yeah. released. So it's, uh, it's, it is neat, and it, and it can, just like uh, there's been similar programs, you know, to help people recover that involve fly fishing. And I think archery has some of the same applications. You know, it's both physical and mental. It requires a certain amount of focus and, uh, you know, inner inner uh concentration that i think can benefit uh people who you know are going through 
you know traumatic situations such as you experience so yeah i think like i said there's just a lot of synergies i really appreciate you taking the time to come on and talk a little bit about folds of honor i was inspired by your story when i heard it uh i was inspired again today and uh yeah let's please do follow up and uh like i said if i can help to make some connections that that uh, can expand your efforts. Uh, I'd be more than happy to do that. And I hope that uh, our listeners appreciated the opportunity to not only hear your story, but would consider uh, getting behind the mission of the Folds of Honor Foundation. Well, and thank you. And thank you for all that you're doing and and doing in print media and also just uh, getting the word out about uh, an important uh, mission that we have. But uh, your mission is equ- equally important because I have a lot of people ask in that same token, you know, uh, why would you want to do that? And and to me, you know, with bow and archery and the other sports, it's it's uplifting, inspiring, and more importantly, motivational, and it's American. And uh, and that's the way I look at it. It's, so thank you. And on behalf of Bushnell and all our partners, because I want to mention them again, they gave over 145000 to us this year. Uh, Please support these companies and and support uh, Patriot Range Day, whether it's through uh, the the weapons or through the archery side and bow side, because together we will make a difference. Well, thanks so much again, Major. Uh, Really appreciate it. Wish you the best, and uh, please continue to keep us posted on what the Folds of Honor Foundation is up to, and, and I'm looking forward to hearing you know, more down the road as you guys continue to make uh, outroads, yeah, inroads into the hunting and fishing community. All right. Well, thank you so much. And as I always say, God bless the United States of America. Yes, sir. God bless you, Major Polito. Thank you again. Thank you, sir. Thanks for listening to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's new ultra micro diameter injection arrows. For more information, pick up a copy of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine on newsstands now.